1: Dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Living Scriptures. And congratulations on making it to the second month of 2024. It's good to be in your space again. Uh, we believe that each time you listen to Living Scriptures, um, you have God as a word for you. And you're blessed uh, spending those 15 minutes with us every Sunday. God bless you. On this episode of Living Scriptures, we're looking at Nicodemus Quest. Nicodemus Quest, that may not be, I I hope it's a familiar name um, to every listener out there, but in case you don't know, uh, Nicodemus, as we'll find out, is who we call a Pharisee. Pharisees are known for their uh, display of knowledge in religious matters. They are well-educated. Um, so they they claim supremacy of knowledge when it comes to um, religious matter. This guy um, encounter Jesus, okay, and in a spiritual adventure, you know, he wanted to find out what's the essence of Jesus. Who is he compared to the knowledge and the learnings and the teaching and the education um, he has had before? He was a member of uh, the Sahandrin. He also has political influence, you know, not only religious influence. Those are two different things in those days because the Romans were the one uh, ruling different from uh, the the Jews at that time. So the scripture for the living scriptures today is in John chapter 3 from verse 1. It says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. So that's his political and religious office. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do. Unless God is with him, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, We speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son, Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness, Rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil. Hates the light. And does not come to the light. Lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth. Comes to the light. That his deeds may be clearly seen. That they have been done. in God. Praise God. Before I spoke a word singing over me You have been so, so good to
0: me Welcome, my dear listeners, and happy Sunday once again. Did you know that Nicodemus was reputed to be one of the three richest, among the three richest people in Israel at that time? Nicodemus had a question, had a quest and he was looking for heaven's recognition in addition to his earthly influence but unfortunately his spiritual life was hinged on self-righteousness an unfortunate form of self-deception the scripture introduces us to nicodemus visiting jesus under the cover of the night why do you think he visited jesus you may ask because he's a religious and political ruler of the people and he knew what jesus had been had, is superior to what the Pharisees peddled I imagine that having observed Jesus, he longed to have what Jesus has and gives, the righteousness that comes from God. So he asked, Nicodemus asked, I mean, he said to Jesus, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? as dark as the night was when nicodemus visited so was the gap of self-righteousness that nicodemus and his elite friends the pharisees claims to have what is self-righteousness my dear listeners this means to be in slavery to sin and yet claims to be righteous not by grace but by the law self-righteousness makes us to derive our good religious conscience From moral uprightness, self-righteousness, make us to pursue the approval of the ecclesiastical elders rather than God, the maker of all things. In Romans chapter 8, 6 verse 18 rather, being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. My dear friends, self-righteousness is the opposite of God's righteousness, To be a slave to sin and yet claiming to be living in righteousness is not God's will for your life. Nicodemus had a question or Nicodemus quest.
1: Praise God that he has not withdrawn his offer of forgiveness for sin. This good news, however, is for sinners only. Many people, though, don't see themselves as sinners in need of salvation. They make excuses like this. My good deeds outweigh my bad. I'm not as bad as some people. Usually, I'm a good person. There are shortcomings they feel. Don't jeopardize their standing before Almighty God. Imagine a citizen being brought to trial for several charges of shoplifting. It will be useless for that person to appeal to the judge by saying, Don't forget my good deeds outweigh my bad. I'm not as bad as many others. Most of the time, I'm a law-abiding citizen. The offender must be judged according to the offense, not according to previous good deeds. If justice is to be done, someone must pay. And that someone should be the offender, uh, unless another is allowed to bear the penalty instead. That's exactly what Christ in, in love did for sinners, which you all have. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son.
0: Come back. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? He asks because of the quest for God's righteousness. Nicodemus would love to put off these four characteristics of the self-righteous. I'm self-made. I do not need God to live above sea. I'm self-willed, number two. The self-willed, self-righteous man says, I'm the captain of my salvation. I, I can do it by power and might." I live above any fault. I lead myself. Wherever my feelings point me, I go. Number three, a self righteous person says, I need self praise as a tonic to feel good and spiritual. I need to feel spiritual. I'm good by myself and in my own estimation, irrespective of what others or God's will say. That is self righteousness. Finally, self righteousness says, says, I'm self centered or selfish. This looks like the statement of the rich fool in Luke chapter 12. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid off for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Seven times this man revealed his self-ego. He was full of self, nothing attributed to God's undeniable grace. This is the characteristics of the self-righteous. I'm encouraging you today, come back to God and take on the righteousness that belongs to him. God bless you. We never like to close this broadcast without giving someone the opportunity to become a son and a daughter of God if you are yet to be one. If you like to accept Jesus Christ today, why don't you quietly bow down your heads and pray this prayer with me in faith. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me my sins and give me the gift of eternal life. ask you into my heart, and I ask you into my life, I ask you to be my Lord, I ask you to be my Savior. I promise to serve you always in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. If you have prayed this prayer from your heart, I can assure you that you are now born again. Welcome to the family of God. Join us this morning at Fresh Anointing International Church, 80 Fitzgerald Avenue City Center, in Christchurch by 10 a.m. for a life-transforming service and prayers, if you need one. You can write us at Fresh Anointing Church, NZ at gmail.com. Please tell us about your testimony, and you can also ask us a question about today's subject or previous episode. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Fresh Anointing International Church. NZ and also on Instagram. This program was brought to you by the gospel theme of the Fresh Anointed International Church, Christ Church. God bless you. Let your living water flow.